All right, everyone. Welcome to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, brought to you by Sharp Philippines at the Kumu Podcast Studios. This is a bonus episode, meaning we are not going to take phone calls and we're not going to do any kind of love problems, life questions, all that stuff. Today's episode is going to be dedicated to the NBA playoffs. So if you just downloaded this and did not read the description and you hate basketball or you have no interest in the NBA or the playoffs or any of that stuff, well, then you can go ahead and stop listening now because the next hour will be dedicated to the first round of the NBA playoffs and the succeeding rounds and who I think is going to go to the NBA finals and eventually win the title. Now, uh, I, on social media, posted that we have a good times bracket. This is a playoff bracket for our listeners who might want to join. I posted this maybe two days ago and we have well over 50 entries, which is a lot because there's a really big cash prize if you win. And I am going to tell you who I pick uh, for the NBA playoff bracket, who are my picks, I mean. I am also going to invite two people from uh, the group that has joined this bracket on the show right now to tell us who they are picking for their NBA winners for each round all the way to the finals. So again, this will be about an hour long, I'd say, uh, all basketball talk. And if you are in the Good Times playoff bracket, well, then uh, you know my picks. You'll be able to see my picks anyway uh, as soon as the playoff season starts. And I wish you the best of luck. If you're not in the bracket and you just want to listen to basketball talk, then this could be for you as well. So let's go ahead and bring two of our uh, Good Times playoff bracket people here on the show. One guy's name is Chris. He is from Chicago. And the other one is Edward. Edward is uh, from Manila. He is also uh, a listener of the Good Times Morning Show. In fact, won a car on the morning show at one point. And he is going to be our second guy. So Chris, Edward, thanks for being here. Let's talk NBA Good Times playoff bracket. And again, while we're all competing, I wish you guys the best of luck. Hey, Chris. Hey, Edward. Hey, Mo. Hey. What's up, guys? So yeah, thanks for having us. We are trying to beat each other, but we do it in a pretty friendly way. We've been competing for a few years now in the fantasy realm, both baseball and basketball. I want to see who you guys got uh, in each round for this NBA playoffs and maybe just defend it a little bit. There are some rounds, especially in number one, round one, where it's pretty obvious because the matchups are so... I don't know. Uh, it, just, it seems like impossible. One team might upset a certain team. Like if you think Warriors, Clippers, or Bucks, Pistons. I don't think anyone is going to pick the Pistons or the Clippers in that scenario. But let's just kind of break it down really quickly, anyway. So, where do you guys want to start first, East or West? Uh, let's start with the easy one. East. Yeah. East, easy. Okay. Bucks, Pistons. Yeah, Bucks, Pistons. Obviously, the Bucks best team in the NBA. Uh, versus an eighth-ranked East team, that's always a bad combo. When you have the best team in the NBA going against the number eight East team, right? <laughs> it's it's a really kind of a, an overmatched scenario here. Bucks are so fundamentally <laughs> fundamentally sound. I'm assuming you have this as a sweep. W- would that be correct to assume, or are you giving at least the Pistons one game? I have Blake and Drummond getting one game. One game against. I have it as a sweep. Yeah, I have it as a sweep as well. Uh, you know, Blake is coming in a bit injured here at the end of the season, uh, kind of hobbling into the playoffs. Now, I know that the Bucks have their own 
bunch of injuries with Brogdon, with Miritich. But, man, one game seems so generous to me. Is it because you're not a big believer in sweeps? Uh, well, Eddie knows this. I'm not a big believer in playoff Giannis yet. Ah, okay. He needs to so, prove it. I, yeah, I think he needs to prove it. And I, I know he's leading MVP vote-getter or whatever, right? But I haven't seen it in the playoffs. You know, it's funny, though. This is the perfect series for him to show it off, though, because there is nobody on that Pistons team, I think, that can defend him. So if there is going to be a playoff Giannis or a series that he needs to establish himself postseason in an MVP season, this is the perfect matchup. The Pistons are awful, and I think I he's going to so, go yeah. crazy here. Yeah, so you have the Bucks in five. That's not crazy. We, I have them in four. Edward, you have them in four as well. Chris is going Bucks in five. Yep. Let's go to the second matchup there, the number two Raptors versus the number seven Magic. Now, I'll tell you early on that the, the Raptors are my pick to win the East. Uh, this is not the same Raptors team that has built a reputation of being a good regular I think it's season Raptors team. Base or small. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. It's, it's Raptors. Yeah, Magic. Raptors Magic. Raptors Magic. Whew, it scared me. That oh, I'm like fucking this up. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, no worries. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so the, I don't think this is the Raptors team that has had the reputation of being a good regular season team and then a bad playoff team. I think this is the opposite. This is the most dangerous playoff team outside of the Warriors, in my opinion. They defend, they switch, they're quick, they're young, they're versatile, they're deep, they've got a closer superstar, they've got a budding star in in Siakam, they've got established veteran all-stars. Danger, danger, danger. So I'm giving them a sweep as well. Uh, I'm pretty liberal in my sweeps. I think people most tend to be conservative when it comes to the playoffs because you're now going against better teams. But come on, it's the magic. The Raptors look amazing. What do you guys have this one at? Raptors sweep. Sweep? Oh, you want to sweep, Chris? I have it as a sweep. Lovely. uh, Yeah. It's pretty clear for this one. Okay, yeah, again, yeah, this is a pretty... Actually, we're we're the same. I have them winning the East. You have them winning the East, yeah. And, And we'll get to that as we kind of go through those rounds. But these first two Bucks Raptors against these bottom feeders, uh, I, 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 I have them both sweeps. Uh, and I think that's an easy call with the Raptors there. Here's an interesting one. The 76ers versus the Nets. This is the 3-5. Uh, and then when you think of the 76ers, obviously they're big five. It's kind of the opposite of the Nets, right? While D'Angelo has had a good year, it's the Nets bench and overall depth. I think that's their strength. While with the 76ers, their bench is almost absent and that their top five guys are so fucking good. Um, Where do you have the Nets faring uh, against the 76ers here? Is this going to be a close series for you guys? Why or why not? I have Sixers sweep. Sixers (laughs) sweep. Wow, really? Okay. I don't think anybody matches up with Embiid. Yeah, that's the problem there. Four games, yeah. Yeah, they're they're probably. I have the Sixers in six. The Sixers just because there's there's some uh, sore knee news coming out. Right. I I think he's still gonna play. I might be too generous. It could have been five, so I'm still dilly dallying. But uh, I think the Nets get at least one. You guys think D'Angelo gets one? I I, one. Well, I, I'm not I, a big believer. I'm I'm not a big believer in D'Angelo. I am a big believer though in their depth, their bench, how dynamic they are in the backcourt. Where I think they can give the 76ers some problems. I do. Th- I'm with you though, Chris. That Embiid will dominate at the center position. But as as Edward brought up, there is some 
knee concerns there. And will right. that be able to hold up with the heavy minutes that the 76ers would need and be to play every single game? In fact, all of their starters are going to need to play heavy minutes because they just don't have a bench. And in the playoffs, you, send, you tend to see the rotations get smaller anyway, right? As the game pace yeah. tends to kind of slow down, which is to the 76ers' benefit here. But I have yet to be super impressed by the Sixers team this season where I can say that they can sweep the Nets. So I'm going to go with Edward here for the third straight round. You and I have the same <laughs> picks. I have the 76ers in six. I think, again, Dinwiddie off the bench, spelling Russell means you're always going to get a high-quality point guard there, and I think that's where the 76ers might struggle defensively. So, yeah, man. Hey, even, of, oh. What do you guys think of Butler? Is he going to make a difference against, you know, Russell? Well, I, I, I even think that the Sixers might play it in a way that, okay, we'll, we'll rest and beat one game. The first game, play around. Let's see if we can take them with just this team, right? Because even without Embiid, and I know the Nets are deep, they, they still have Harris, they still have Butler, they still have Simmons. They're not shooters, but uh, I don't think the Nets can shoot them out of the building as well. I mean... They have some, but, I mean, Butler's a good defender. Harris can hold his own. Simmons says, so I don't, like, defensively, we can take it if it's just the net. So I even see the six, like, yeah, we'll probably rest and beat one game or maybe two. That's why I have them in six, because uh, the next round is more important for them. I, I worry. Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Chris. I'll, I'll, see, you go ahead. Yeah. No, I don't see rest at all. Right. That, that'll be a bold move if they do that. With this matchup, but, I don't think they're going to rest either. I, I think the Nets can no. be dangerous for them. I, 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 think, I think if the 76ers against one of the aforementioned teams like the Pistons and the Magic, fine. Maybe you can flirt around with that. But I don't think you can flirt around with the Nets. I, I think the problem sometimes is we think Nets and we think just garbage, right? They're the quality team. And while I'm going to be rooting for them here in this series, we're, we are talking about a cash prize, so I have to go with what's smart, and I think it's going to be the 76ers. Though, I think if if you sit and beat, if I'm going to kind of address your situation here, Ed, it really does expose them defensively, especially on the pick and roll. I think Russell really shines in that moment, and if you can get... If you can get Butler off him, if Butler's going to be assigned to him since he's their best perimeter defender, if you can get him off him on a pick and roll, that means their big guy, whoever that's going to be, the backup, whether it be Bolden or, or, or Boban, they are going to be exploited by that play alone. And that's where Russell really shines. I don't know if you can exploit it enough to win two games, but that's what I think is going to happen, and that's why I have the 76ers in six. I think they do a little bit more in the backcourt with Dinwiddie and Russell to be able to win a game or two, and the 76ers have never really looked dominant, even though they have a dominant starting five. Um, let's go to the yep. Celtics sure. Pacers at four and five. This one has, I guess, this is a series that you know may look, on paper, like, oh, it could possibly be close, but I don't have it really that close, even though the Celtics lost Marcus Smart for the first two rounds. That's a really big injury, a torn oblique. Uh, that's huge for them, but, of course, they've got the depth to step up. We saw Terry Rozier last year do really good things in the playoffs, and it's going to be his turn to step up. So what they'll lose maybe defensively, they'll gain somewhere else offensively, offensively with Rozier's 
uh, contributions. And I just, I think the Celtics are way too good. The Pacers have been barely a pay- playoff caliber team since Oladipo went down. So I have the Celtics in five here. W- where are you guys on this? What, you're Celtics copying my bracket? <laughs> Is <are> you? <laughs> I have Celtics in six. You have Celtics in six. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm five too. Yeah. I'm five too. I'm no, give... I feel like Boston kind of plays down to their opponents sometimes, you know? So that's why I feel like they're going to underestimate the Pacers, right? And so I think the Pacers are going to get a couple off them. It's funny because I'm more closer to Celtics in four than I am Celtics in six in this series. <laughs> I just don't think anyone here on this squad, while they were great defensively this season, I think they were number four overall. Uh, who's going to stop Kyrie on that team? Darren Collison? Wes Matthews? I don't think anybody stops him yet. Right. I think he's going to feast kind of like Giannis is going to feast in, in round one against the uh, the Pistons. He is just way overmatched with anybody they have for him defensively, even though they're considered a good defensive team. I think coaching-wise, uh, Stevens uh, is overmatched. I mean, he's the overmatch. I mean, uh, McMillan is overmatched by Brad Stevens. We saw Brad Stevens do brilliant things in the playoffs. I, I'm closer to the Celtics as a sweep, but I'm just going to give it in five just because it's the number five seed and it's not like the Pacers are absolute garbage, but I just don't see them competing in this in this I think, series. I, I think Hayward is a big question mark, right? Like all season long, if he plays well, then they, they seem dominant. But most of the time, he hasn't looked himself. So yep. that's why I'm giving the Pacers a couple. Okay. Ed, you're going uh, Celtics in five. Are you are you kind of with in me? Five. I'm with you. Uh, it while the Pacers say like the the rankings say they're the third best defense. I think it's a different animal still in the playoffs. And Smart injured. While you say Rozier, right? That also may be opportunity for Hayward to get some more shots. I, I think in the end for him, it's the amount of shots that, that he gets, and he he. He might get more now. Yeah, but when you lose, I mean, when you lose smart, your concern isn't oh who's going to get more shots. It's really the defensive no, sure. part, right? It's like when yeah. you lose smart, yeah. oh fuck, we're fucked defensively, right? And and yeah, there are going to be more shots around, but how many more? Maybe six, seven shots to be spread around from Jalen yeah. Brown and 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 Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier. So it, maybe he gets one more shot per game or two. It's really who can. Who can fill that void defensively? Do they need to fill the void defensively? And I don't think you need with the Pacers. It'll hurt them in the next round, but not in this round. Definitely. Yeah, not in this round. That's my one other thing. The Pacers are like 18th in offense, so it's not like they have a very strong offense too. So they'll Right, right. It's not like, oh, Smart's down. Oh, this high-powered Pacers offense is going to fuck them up now. It it just doesn't doesn't work like that because they don't have that – uh, in their pocket. Let's go to the West before we take in the next rounds of the East and start with the Warriors Clippers. Are we all in agreement? Warriors in four, or does anybody have it differently? I think I have it. Warriors in five. You have Warriors in five. Both of you in guys. Five. All five. right. Just finally, I'm on an island here. How? <laughs> How is this going to happen? What needs to happen for the Clippers to even save face here and take one game? Well, I was considering a sweep, but uh, just because they, let me see, Pat Bev probably inspires them to win one. And it's a ragtag team of guys that doesn't really have, like, expectations are so low for for them. Yeah, they were were trying to tank. 
They were trying to tank, but they won enough. I mean, they were trying to tank when they traded away Tobias Harris. Well, that, that trade was a steal for them for the future. Present, like this yep. season, it was supposed to be, okay, we're just hanging it up this season, but they kept on winning. Uh, I, I think the only way I see the Clippers winning a game is like Patrick Beverly injures Steph, which, of course, <laughs> the other teams after this round will benefit from that. Because they're like, oh, thanks, Patrick Beverly. You just kind of broke his foot. But that's the only way I do see the Warriors losing a game in this series. Uh, the bench, obviously, the Clippers are very good. Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell. While the Warriors bench is really not the same as it has been, say, in past seasons where they've actually, it's been a strength. But by the time Lou comes in and Harrell, they're already down by 12. It, even if they've got a great bench, when you're in a hole all the time, it's really hard to win ball games. I, I have the Warriors in four. Chris, how, how are the Clippers going to pull the game off here? Uh, to me, this is another example of uh, a team that's going to play down to the level of their opponent, right? I don't think the Clippers are going to beat the Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to beat themselves for one game. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a valid argument. I'll take that. The number two Nuggets versus the number seven Spurs. Uh, I've been speaking to a couple of guys in our playoff bracket pool, and one of them in particular likes the Spurs here in the first round against the number two Nuggets. Before I give any of my takes, who do you have? And, and give me a little, I guess, piece of info on why you have them there. I mean, so I have the Spurs in six. Wow. Spurs in six. No, really? Spurs? Shit. Okay, so we are really <laughs> different here. How are the Spurs going to pull off this upset in 10,000 feet uh, elevation Denver when, on the road? Well, it's just two games there, right? Well, and then well, two games, two in San Antonio, and then one, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are they going to well, pull this up? I, I, look, number one. So I understand altitude. F's uh, players up. I don't think it would F the Spurs up. That team is just old. Rudy Gay's old. Yeah, old team of <laughs> team of can't veterans. Can't breathe. Right? Can't breathe up there. <laughs> but so if if they're too old, the Nuggets are also too young. They almost lost the second seed, almost, and they actually could have, if not for. But how do you knock? How do you knock? How do you knock them for almost losing the second seed when they didn't even make the playoffs last year? Just the fact that they're even in a top three, well, they're number two, but the fact that they even were in the conversation of top three after coming off a year where they didn't make the playoffs and still oh, having yeah. the same core players, that's that shows me the same core players. Me right. the, the same core players didn't play in the playoffs last year, meaning the same core players also doesn't have the same experience that the Spurs have in dealing with things like these. The coach knows what he's doing. The lineup pretty much has been there. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm picking the Spurs just because they're the Spurs. They know what playoff basketball is. They've been here. They've been here multiple times. They've been here with players that have been there multiple times. They've had DeRozan who's been through a lot of failure, but still getting into the Eastern Conference Finals at least uh, gives him enough experience. And probably this is this is the series that uh, he gets to prove himself again. Oh, I agree. I think for me, it's three things, right? One is coaching, definitely. Two is experience, whereas Denver, I feel like, is just happy to be here at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and th three is, you know, I think they match up pretty well against... Uh, so all they have to do is stop Jokic, right? Sure. 
and they've got the bodies for that. I also think uh, the Nuggets' deep bench is going to work against them. Well, the, they've got big bodies. Denver's really oversized. It's not just Jokic up there in the front court. Obviously, they've got Plumlee, who's also really big. Um, they, the, the answer to the Spurs for that would be LaMarcus Aldridge and Jacopo, and I'm not sure if that's going to really kind of bring fear to the hearts of these Nuggets. I'm with you in that they're inexperienced and that they're young, but... I think the Spurs' lack of talent on that roster and not really having enough closing power is, is, is you know, to see an upset a number two seed, I, it's, it's kind of hard for me to accept that. Yes, they've got the home court advantage, Denver. Jokic is by far the best player in this series. And Denver's really deep, I get, you know, in every, in every position. I think the only way I see you guys pulling this one off and your picks winning is that we would see a total collapse by the Nuggets, meaning they are not competitive at all for whatever reason. They get intimidated by the playoff stage. I'll, I'll hear your points on that. They get outcoached, Chris, as you said. Pop is by far the superior coach, fine. Murray, Jamal Murray gets shut down by Derek White, who's really, you know, really, he's an excellent uh, perimeter defender. Gary Harris continues to be a bit of an afterthought, as he has been this entire year. And, and then LaMarcus, just for some reason, is the better all-star than Nikola Jokic. All of those things have to happen for me to say the Spurs are going to pull off an upset. Not just one or two of those things. Because the Nuggets yeah. are just by far so much better talent-wise. So, and I agree. Yeah. But I think for me, I, I can see all of those things happening. Okay, no, and that's good. That's good that we, we disagree because then that's... I mean, I, it would suck, right, if we were all on the same page. I'm glad that there is some yep. kind of contrast here. I have Nuggets in five, dude. <laughs> like, it's not even close. I have the Nuggets picking them apart. And I have Jokic looking like a fucking beast in this, in this round. I like the Nuggets in five here, even though they don't have the playoff experience. You and I... Uh, Chris, Edward, we're going to be talking shit about this series for the next <laughs> week, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm excited. I'll see you on Viber. All right, here we go. Uh, Blazers and Thunder, three and six. Well, I really enjoyed that last one. Uh, Blazers and Thunder, three and six. Yeah, let me start with you guys again. I feel like I like your hot takes better than I like my own. So, Chris, why don't you start this one off? Blazers, Thunder, who Thunder, do you got? Thunder and six. Thunder and six. Why? I, th I think the Nurkic injury and the McCollum injury is going to hurt the Blazers. Huge. Even though the three seed, those those injuries are huge for them. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Um, Edward, what do you got here? Thunder or Blazers? I have Thunder in five. Yeah, so finally you and I get back on the same page. All right, so <laughs> I'm Thunder in five as well. Any other points you want to bring up on why you think the Thunder are going to upset the Blazers here? Um, the Blazers haven't won against them this season. Sure, right. OKC has swept. And right. Nurkic, yeah, Nurkic and McCollum, that's too big for the Blazers to lose. If we, well, McCollum's back. Yeah, McCollum's going to be back, still, right? like, getting into game shape, and uh, this is not really the time to get into game shape. Well, yeah, no, and, and what's what's good about the McCollum injury, not, not really what's good, what's bad for him, but good for our pick, is that if he's not 100%, then Paul George doesn't even have to think about, like, taking him. He'll just take Lillard. Paul George right. is, is one of the best defensive players in the NBA. Might be, even be Defensive Player of the Year this year. He can then just concentrate on Lillard. You know Steven Adams is going to fuck up Enos Kanter. Because Enos Kanter is one of the worst defensive players in the NBA, if not, 
if probably Jamal Crawford statistically or Isaiah Thomas, but Enos Cantor's in that conversation, right? And Steven Adams is just going to go to town on that. Uh, so yeah, the Nurkic injury is the key here. I mean, if he was there, we might see the Blazers in six, or we could say Blazers in five, because OKC has underachieved so much this season. There must be a reason for that, and I don't have the numbers in front of me to tell us why the Thunder have struggled so much, but because the, the Blazers are... The, I'm sorry, what? I think it's the Paul George injury, right? Like the shoulder injury? Yeah, but... Ever since that week where he was MVP caliber... And then he got that injury. I think that's where they started to go down. Right. Well, and, and they're not particularly deep. So obviously, if one of their big guns goes down or is not even playing one hundred percent, it'll it'll be it'll be a problem. But with the group that they were kind of paired up with, like the Blazers have had injuries, and yet they yeah. tend to find themselves at the number three seed. I think they were number three last year as well, if I was not mistaken, right? So they're, ace, <laughs> Probably, they're still yeah. able to win even if they're undermanned, and I don't like that excuse. I just think there's something about Russell Westbrook fucking up in the fourth quarter with bad decisions that kind of gets them some losses, and maybe that's where I see the Blazers winning only one game here is because Russell is going to shoot them out of maybe game number three. But outside of that, or maybe game number two uh, on the road. Outside of that, I have the Thunder in five here. Uh, but I'm open to being incorrect about this. Like, if the Blazers win in seven, I wouldn't be, like, shocked. I just think the Thunder will do it in five just because they're, they're so undermanned, Portland is. Um, Rockets and Jazz, four and five. This will probably be the biggest debate of any of the first-round series who do you guys have? Number four, Houston versus number five, Jazz. I'll go with Edward first because I know, Edward, you're really big on Houston Rockets this postseason. Well, I'm big on them, but actually for me, this is one of their hardest, if, well, of course, second hardest matchup. So it's uh, Rockets in six. Rockets in six. Okay. Anything about it? Um, this is a rematch from last season's semifinal. So Rockets won in five there and... Are they a weaker team? That's maybe that's why they're taking them in six. The Jazz are the core groups there. Well, the, you got Rubio, who he'll be able to play. He didn't play last season, and obviously they have Cal Corver. Does that kind of get them that one extra win? Um, pretty much just. Well, I think the Jazz are also pretty banged up, but I think again, playoff basketball. Uh, Utah Jazz is a very good defensive team so uh they might be able to figure out uh harden if figuring out harden is like just keeping him to around 30 to 32 points but uh yeah that's pretty much it i, I just see them taking two games you is a very brutal place to play in yeah 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 uh we, yeah, we, yeah we're talking utah's the number one defense by the way in the league right and the rockets i think yep. have the number two offense if i'm not mistaken offense. so so yeah so it's a nice little kind of matchup of one team that is elite in on one side of the court and then another team that's elite on the other side of the court. And then let's see, let's see them kind of just meet right there in the middle and, and knock it out. And do we see a game seven here? So you have Rockets in six, you said, right? Yes. Chris, what's your hot take on this? Who do you got? I have the same. Rockets, Rockets in six. Damn. So number one, off, uh, number one defense, number two offense, right? Yep. So yep. I just think it'll be close. Do you guys take into consideration how close the Rockets were to the finals last year when assessing how good they can be this season? Because there are some pretty big differences, I think, in this Rockets squad, namely that some of the defenders, uh, Luke 
Mbamute. I have a hard time with that. Right. Uh, Trevor Ariza are both not there anymore. I, I know PJ Tucker's still there. He's he's strong defensively. Shumpert maybe. Uh, gosh, who else can defend a little bit? I know Fareed can't, but they they yeah, are not help. as they are not it as good defensively as they were last year. And remember last year, Chris Paul was a fucking monster in the playoffs. Monster. And historically, he has not been a good playoff player, right? So do we go, do we revert back to the historical Chris Paul or the one that scored 40 on the Jazz last year in the semifinals? Like, which one are you going to get? He's been injured this year. So some of that stuff has to still happen for the Rockets to be dominant. And with another year that Chris is older and you can't really expect him to replicate last year's playoff dominance because he's had so much shittier playoff performances years prior a lot have to go right for the Rockets to look like the Rockets of last year. And I'm not sure if they've got enough there to do that. I agree. I, I don't, well, number one, I don't think they're as good as last year with the, the loss of uh, those two defenders that you said, but I don't think Golden State is as good as last year either. So that's why I have them giving everybody hard times. Fair enough. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Golden State and the Rockets in, when, we do, when we knock out that second round. I have the Rockets in seven. I want to hot, <clears throat> hot take this and say Jazz in seven. I, that's what I want to do. But remember, this is about money, about us winning money. Yeah. And I will then <laughs> go with the Rockets in seven. But if there was no money on the line and I'm just here talking out of my ass and all of that, I would say Jazz in seven. I think on paper, they can, they can really give the Rockets problems and I would, I'm really excited about this series. But fuck, there's money, and I want to win the money. Fine, fine, fine. Rockets in seven. I think I read <laughs> somewhere, too, that uh, the Rockets were the best team post-All-Star break. So Five losses. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I, well, there's a stat that <laughs> I... But they had a really bad one the other day, too. So, I no, I, I think what it was, a stat I read post-All-Star break... The Rockets were second in the NBA in point differential, which is a really great stat to kind of look up on how a team, how dominant a team is, because obviously if you score more than you give up, you're going to win most of the time. So I believe since January, the Rockets were number two in point differential, the number one team, Utah Jazz. So I, I think it's going to be a hell of a series. Oh, that's interesting. I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a hell of a series. I, I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Um the other day. See, with this guy, you, you just can't get go in with uh, offensive and defensive rating. He will do those other things. <laughs> right. It, it, I don't know. This is... I want the Jazz, but I want to win. I'm torn here. Let's go to the second round. Bucks, Celtics. Let's go back to the East. Where are you guys Still on this? Everybody going in the second round the same. All the teams the same. Yeah, we have all the teams. Here. I have the Celtics, yep. Raptors, Bucks, obviously, um, Thunder, Nuggets. No, 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 Nuggets. I got the no, Nuggets. It's, you it's got the Spurs. Denver. It, that, that's the one team that uh, we didn't agree on. Yeah. Well, oh, shit. That's right. Okay, maybe we won't. Yeah, maybe we'll mess around with that one a little bit. But let's go back to the East and talk about the the next round real quick and then kind of move fast as possible to the finals. Celtics versus the Bucks. Really interesting. Uh, obviously, from last season, we remember the Rozier Bledsoe drama, uh, or that's maybe not even drama. That was actually exciting, right? Uh, who do you guys have, Celtics and Bucks, and in how many games? 
Um, I'll go first. I have the Bucks in six, but I'm not really confident. I it can easily go seven. So it it's one pick that I can still change in our bracket. But I have the Bucks here. Bucks in six on the road, winning. Uh, in Boston, then in that case, I ha- I'm the same. By the way, with you, uh, Edward, we're both Bucks in six. Um, Chris, where are you on Bucks Celtics? Celtics in six. Very nice. So they win at home. <laughs> Why? They win at home. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just think uh, Kyrie's gonna bring it home for them. I if I were to choose between playoff Kyrie and playoff Giannis, right? You take a playoff, uh, Kyrie. Exactly. Yeah. You know, this is the this is the round where that smart injury, that Marcus Smart injury, is going to be really a big factor. Uh, I I know Rozier again was awesome against Bledsoe last year, but this isn't the last year Bucks team. Clearly, a much improved uh, Milwaukee team. The will the Miritich injury here or the Brogdon ones? Will these be? Will they be able to cancel out the Marcus Smart loss? Uh, the Bucks are just so good defensively, so good offensively. I think Giannis is Miritich coming back for the second round. I don't know. See, I, I th- but I see whether he does or not. It's a hand injury, right? So whether he does or not, it's a big loss for the Bucks. Let's say he comes back. Will he be able to stroke as well as he normally does? Will he be rusty and all of that stuff? So I'm going to say that it will cancel each other out. The injuries that the, 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 the Bucks have will cancel out the smart injury. And then what are we left with? The Celtics minus smart and let's say the Bucks shorthanded as well. I still think though Giannis is the best player in this series, even though yes, Kyrie has had a lot of playoff success. I just think he's unstoppable. And I'm not sure if anyone on the Celtics team can handle what Giannis brings to the table. I, I love Horford's game. I, I love, you know, they've got some solid front court uh, personnel over there. But I think Giannis is just going to rip that fucking rim in half when he's down below. And I think I'm going to give it to the Bucks in six. But close. Mm-hmm. But, you're, but with, I'm with you ever, ever close. I, I, I think the Bucks are going to win, though. Uh, Raptors and 76ers. I have the Raptors winning easily here. 76 have so many flaws for me that they are going to be overwhelmed by the immense, impressive depth of the Raptors. They have an answer for all of the 76ers' weapons, even Embiid. They have an answer for Embiid. Now, Embiid's probably going to get his, but they have Gasol, they have Ibaka that can give Embiid problems all game long, all 48 minutes. So they're not going to stop him, but he won't be able to dominate. And they've got an answer for every other position I fucking love the Raptors. I think they win in five. I have them in six. I'm heavy on the Sixers. Really you are, heavy. You are so you, you're picking Philly. <laughs> the Sixers in seven. Yeah. No it's shit. It's gonna be close. How? How? But no, I like. You know, I like how they match up against the Raptors, right? So even though the Raptors have depth, I don't really trust Lowry. I don't know if you guys. Feel the same. Kawhi's, I don't know what which Kawhi you're gonna get in the playoffs, right? If it if he's still injured or not or whatever, whatever. The you best feel. one. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You get you get you get the <laughs> M- Finals MVP Kawhi, the rested Kawhi, the Kawhi who did not play in a goddamn back to back game this fucking season, the baby to Kawhi. All of that. I think they're so prepped for a deep playoff run, and the 76ers are the ones that are just not. You know, you guys were giving shit to Denver for being not experienced and all of that stuff. The 76ers, 
they're not even as deep, and they're. I I just don't see how they will fare well in the you know on the big stage. We've seen we saw Simmons last year lose his shit in the playoffs, and maybe that was his learning oh, moment. Yeah, and that's yeah. gonna that's his learning moment. But the Raptors are veterans, man, and and if if and they're not like veterans and slow. They've got young guys who can run around with Ben Simmons. They get guys who run around with JJ Redick, Tobias Harris, and again, even give and beat problems. I just think the depth is the key here because it's quality depth. It's every single position is accounted for, starter and the guy that replaces him. And the 76ers have none of that. They don't have one guy off the bench worthwhile. Not one. I, I agree somewhat. No, but keep your pick because it gives us a better chance to yeah. win. <laughs> no, I'm with you with like just the depth. That, that's the, one the Philly bench, I, uh, right? <laughs> McConnell. The Philly bench is McConnell, uh, um, fucking Scott, right? Scott, Smith. Uh, yeah. Boban. Um, I can't even no, wait, no, contribute. Scott's, Scott's not there. Scott's Scott there? Scott, see, yes, Scott's there, right? He wasn't traded to the Clippers. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bolden, Scott, Boban, McConnell against... You're talking either Gasol or Serge. Um, you have Van Vliet, Jeremy Lin, um, OG. Who, who else? There's another big one there, I think, coming off the bench. That's, it's, it's pretty deep. It, it's, it's an impressive bench to complement a... Yeah, yeah, Norman Powell. Yeah, 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 fine, fine, but fine. Like, that's maybe... That's if you really want to go with a 10-man rotation. But, fuck, they're just so good at every position... And there's just no this weak link. The, this is the year the Sixers are going to figure it out. All right. End of the process. All right. All right. Well, uh, do not change your pick, brother. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it there. Haywood Highsmith. So that's, they have a porn star oh, God, with no, them. No, so, no. yeah. Okay. Warriors and the Rockets. Um, here, yeah. Here's a good one. Now we're talking. Yeah. Here's a good one. I think people are upset that the Rockets and the Warriors are not going to meet in the Western Conference Finals, right? I've seen kind of rumblings of that. Like, shit. If they're going to meet, they're going to meet in the second round. Uh, Chris, before I get to Edward, I'd like to go to you because I think I know where Edward's going with this one. Warriors, Rockets. What, what do you got? Warriors, six. Six. Yeah, just because I don't want to. I, I wanted to do seven, but I didn't want to do like seven game series for two years straight, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just did Warriors and six. I'm closer. But obviously, for, for the obvious reasons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I have Warriors and six again, and that's because of the money. Uh, I'm closer to Warriors and five, and I would even maybe consider Warriors and four. I know that the Rockets though have given them a hard time. It's just I don't think that this is the same Rockets team. I think they have to play perfectly to even compete against Golden State, and they've been able to do that. But gosh, perfection doesn't happen often. So, Edward, I think you have the Rockets. Please explain how this is going to happen. So let me see if I have enough uh, data to explain this decision. It doesn't even have to be data. It could just be a feel. It's like, Mo, they they had them. They well, had them. So just on gut, just gut feel, right? The heart. Yeah, from, from gut feel, in Game 7, the the Warriors needed a big statistical anomaly for them to win. Sure. The Rockets fired up 27 three-pointers and couldn't even make two. If the Rockets made two, they win that game. Um, 
the Rockets actually still has figured out the the Warriors, or I think their their game plan of being uh, the Warriors kryptonite still worked this season. They're up three one in their season series. They have uh, the first and second best offenses. The NBA Warriors one, Rockets too. So they're gonna like shooting wise, it's gonna be a like a slugfest defense wise. They're far apart, so it's not like the Warriors are just the pristine defense that they were a couple of years ago when right. Draymond was at his. So it they really is. I mean, built team for the Warriors out of all the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it, the Mo was saying like they, they lost Ariza. Uh, some other guys he's lost, like they lost Ryan Anderson. But it just Ryan feels Anderson. like, well, who didn't even play, right? But. Jared Green's there, Shumpert's there. These guys know, still know what they are, and the Rockets finally figured out who their best five is, and they've been using a lot of it with P.J. Tucker. And it's just like, it's, I think right now in the NBA, it's the biggest rivalry right now. So, I mean, you, you throw away stats or whatever, right? But But to be honest, the reason probably that I picked this is I'd like to win big money because... So this is I the bold sure one to get the money. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like 90% of the league will pick the Warriors and I'm just the one guy. And if I get this, like... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. And, and if you get this one wrong, though, it almost gives you a 0%, oh, zero yeah. chance of winning well, of the, the bracket. So it's a bold move. That's how I feel with the Sixers. <laughs> That's why I'm betting heavy on them. Yeah, but you can on. still win. You can still win even if you pick the Sixers <laughs> because if you pick, say, uh, you know, Golden State to win the entire thing, you still score that whatever 80 points it is when it, we're talking about the it's finals. Yeah, yeah, this is still... Yeah, it'll be hard. It'll, it'll be, be definitely less, difficult. Yeah. But Edward is putting everything on the line here. By saying that the what, that the Warriors will not make it out of this round, uh, this is Kevin Durant's last Warrior run, right? I, you know, if we believe that he's all going to go, if we all believe he's going to go to the Knicks, this is it. I I just don't see one of the top two three players in the NBA along with another top two three player in Steph Curry, along with Clay and Cousins and Draymond. Even though, again, like the Sixers, they're very five heavy getting knocked out in the second round with, with all of this at stake. I, if we're not talking data here and just gut feel, I just don't see how that's possible. No, I think, Edward, you acknowledge that uh, the Warriors are favored, right? Yep, yep. It's, like, and, you, and, you know. and I feel even stupid picking them in seven, but that's how I really feel because the Rockets would need to win it at Oracle. Right, which is also like, a challenge. But but again, they've I'm they, just the, imagining game seven. It might be the last game in Oracle. Everyone's gonna be there and just push the words like we we can't have this as our last game. But my heart really says trust the rocket. So <laughs> I don't know. All right. It's twenty five dollars. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not like it's not gonna kill you. The, the payout is worth <laughs> the twenty five bucks, right? The payout. If we, right now our payouts in the thirteen hundred range already. So. It's it's worth it, the gamble, but there's also just the fact that you're saying it here right now on a show where people are going to be like, "Who's that fucking Edward?" Who said that? You know, I mean, it's, you're putting that on the line as well, right? I um, 
I, I, I applaud your boldness. Have the haters at me. Yeah, I, I, I applaud the boldness because I would never be able to do that. I can be bold in another round, not this one. And the fact that you're going to go out balls in on this, uh, congratulations. It's going. It could be close. I still have it closer to Warriors in five. I'm going to go Warriors in six because of the money. Let's go to... What was our next one? The Nuggets versus the Thunder. I'm oh, sorry, uh, the Spurs versus the Thunder. Spurs. Yeah, let's go Spurs-Thunder since that was the majority here with the three of us. Spurs versus the Thunder. How, who, why? Or more like who, how, why? Go. Who do you got? Spurs in six. Fucking <laughs> same, reasons the, same reasons as the first one. I have the Spurs still in, yeah, in six. Yep, yep. We're, we're the same. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, I haven't changed my bracket, but it should be Spurs in six. I have currently it's OKC in six, but they still have to change it. I have the Nuggets beating the Thunder. Um, hold on, let me let me read it. I have the Nuggets in six beating the Thunder with the Nuggets going against the Warriors, obviously in the finals, uh, Western Conference finals, and being swept by Golden State. Um, I, I won't get into that obviously because that's not what you guys have. You have a different team. I'm just saying <clears throat> it's uh, it's now the Spurs and the Rockets for you, Edward, in the Western Conference Finals and the Spurs yes. and the Warriors. I'm assuming this is when we finally come down to earth and say the Spurs are going to get their asses kicked. I gave this first one game. Yeah, I gave this first one game. In the Western be Conference Finals. <laughs> My God. This is a seeding thing, right? This is because the seeding was all fucked up. That's yep, how we have yep. the Spurs yep. in the fi- in the That's, finals. Wow. Yes. I, I, I was telling Chris earlier, the Spurs have an easy path. Get over the Nuggets and we're in the Western Conference Finals because um, Chris was saying the Paul George injury. The Blazers are banged up. That's why, the for me, the Thunder would win it. But the next round, they're going to need to face like the Bullies. Oh, and every time you doubt the Spurs, right, they pull off some shit. That's That's such a moral victory line, though. I mean, it's so (laughs) sentimental. It's crazy. I I, I had a guy message me the other day. He was like, hey, Mo, I I think you know the NBA, and he's big in gambling. He's like, the the odds on the Spurs making it to the NBA finals are like, I don't know if it's 40 to 1. I'm not a betting guy, so I don't know what these odds mean, 40 to 1 or 400. But if it's $100, you make $4,000. So I don't know what that means, right, odds-wise. So should I invest the hundred bucks? And I was like, you would be fucking insane to no. think that the Spurs are going to make it that far because who they have to go against in every single round. Now, I don't think the I don't think the first two rounds are too bad. Oh right. man, yeah, okay. That's because I still have the yeah, Spurs we're, losing we're, we're in five in round Denver. one. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I see how they can get there because their path is the easiest quote unquote, but it's just not an easy path for me. It's in fact, it's a highly unlikely way. I think they only win one game this entire playoffs season. I, I, that's what I give the Spurs. They win one game and you guys have them going to the Western conference finals, even winning a game against the juggernauts over there in the Western conference. That's, that's so bold. I love it. Um, Let's go to Raptors Bucks for you, Ed, as the Eastern Conference Finals. I take the Raptors in, let me see, six. Okay, so they win at home in Canada 
against the Mighty Bucks, the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Any any tidbit here? I know we've talked a lot about these two teams, so to come up with something kind of just different. Just because they have enough. The, just be, they, so they have Gasol, they have Ibaka, they have Siakam. I don't know. They have health. They have Kawhi. They have a lot of things to throw yeah. at Giannis, right? Yep. If I'm going to stop the supposed best player in the series, how many guys do I have? And they pretty much check a lot of boxes and just defending that guy. Yep, yep. yep. Like, Giannis w- w- wants to isolate. Well, Kawhi, even in size-wise, he's bigger. I think Kawhi can take him and, and just plan for help if, like, Giannis uses his uh, long legs. I, I'm going to disagree that I, I don't think anyone can take Giannis. I think Giannis has a, a hell of an individual series. But I do think the Raptors win in seven. This is one of those rare seven-game ones I'm going to give. Um, I, I, while I like the Raptors going to the finals, uh, this is the clear roadblock for them to get there. The Bucks have been amazing all year, but the Raptors do have health. They have their defensive capability. They have their depth, which I've talked about a lot here in the past you know, X amount of minutes. Uh, I think all of those little tangible things will be able to trump Giannis's dominance, and he will dominate in this uh, matchup. But I yeah. have the Raptors in seven, dramatic, on the road. I mean, close, fourth quarter, maybe within a three-point game. Like, that's how close this Eastern Conference final series is going to be. It's going to be really fun uh, to watch. Chris, you have yeah, 70... I think this is where... Oh, I'm no, sorry. no, no, go, go, go ahead, Rick. Finish. No, I think this is where the Bucks feel that they lost Brogdon and they needed Miritich too. Yeah, if they're not back by that time, then absolutely they're screwed. But they should probably be full full health. I mean, full strength, but the Raptors are going to have health on their side if nobody gets injured in the previous rounds. Chris, you have the 76ers here, right? 76ers in the East versus... Sixers in six against the Celts. You're going to submit this bracket tomorrow, yes? I am, yes. I don't know how many people are going to pick the Sixers to go to the finals. Yeah, yeah. So that's one, right? Uh, probably 90%. If if nobody picks the Sixers, 90% of the brackets, I'm already up on that. So six, um, Sixers in six over Boston, though, is what you're going with for the conference final. Is that what you said? And this is, again, sorry to bring up Marcus Smart again. I mean, it's not like he's a fucking MVP caliber player, but this is the series he's back. And they still how, lose. How, how back is he going to be? Uh, well, oblique. I mean, oblique's a big baseball injury, right? If you if you get one of those, yeah. you're in fucked. But in basketball, because he's not, say, an elite offensive player, his legs are fine, his willingness is great. I don't think it's going to affect him. It's a bad injury, clearly, but if if they if the doctors say two rounds, he's back here and. What do you need him to do? You need him to harass. You need him to pester. And I don't think right. he might need that oblique to do that. I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I'm just going to kind of throw that out there. Uh, how, no, how? I think my, my second reason is I just want to see the Sixers in the finals. I think that's just going to be awesome, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be Sixers. Out of all the East teams, I think I want to see the Sixers most in the finals. So San Francisco versus Philadelphia in the finals. Who wins? Warriors. In how many? Five. Yeah, it'll it'll be at that point. I'm glad that you said finally the Sixers will kind of get obliterated. Warriors and five. Thank thank God that you're. Go- yeah. If not, I, I think that this might be your favorite team. I'm assuming. No, I'm not that crazy. No. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, hey, he's he hates Embiid. Okay. I hate Embiid too. 
Oh, yeah, you do? Okay. I, I want to see him in the finals. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I hate Ben Simmons. I like him, Pete. Um, yeah. Edward Raptors versus the Rockets. Who do you have here? I, I wanted Canada to win one, but I think it's I'm going to give it to the Rockets. Oh, six. shit. You, six? Oh, man. If I were going to go with you on this whole rocket thing, right, that they're going to make it to the finals because they're going to dispatch the Warriors. Okay, I, I, again, not wild. Not wild by any means. Let's say they just, they have their number, okay? And they get to the finals and they they go up against the mighty Raptors. At this point, I've already made them. They're my 76ers, like the team that I'm building up like crazy, right? I think they stand no chance against Toronto. I think Canada takes it. I, I, I think they're an awful, awful matchup for the Rockets. The Tor- Raptors have so many weapons and are so good on the switch. They're so fast switching defensively that they'll be able to get Harden to not have one of those big 50-point, triple-double bullshit games that he has. They're just too good. I have the Raptors. If I see Raptors-Rockets, I think the Raptors in five. That's going to be a sad finals if it's Raptors-Rockets, I, I feel like. But, but, I'm, but I'm two teams yeah, wearing yeah, red jerseys. Like the, the, NBA, yeah, the NBA would hate it. It's like, I'm what? with you, though. I think it's going to be Houston. If they break through Golden State, I see them going all the way. Okay. All right. Guys, this was great, man. I know we ran really long, but meantime, once a year, right, where we're going to talk about playoff brackets. So everybody listening who are not fans of basketball, I'm sure you've tuned out way long ago, so no worries about that. Quickly, before we wrap it up, let's just go MVP, you know, I guess that's the, always the biggest award, right? Who do you have uh, winning this thing? I have uh, Giannis. Oh, thank God. Golden, Golden State, Steph Curry. You think Steph Curry's going to win the MVP? I think so. There's no money here, huh, Chris? This is just all, no, no, no. Yeah, thing, huh? it's all credibility on the line. Do you think Steph wins no, the I, MVP? Over KD, I think he, they, he either try to give it to him this time or I think he... I don't know, the Warriors. Oh, wait, are we talking about finals MVP? No, 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 no. O- overall, my fault, my fault, oh, my MVP? fault, my fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, oh, because you were saying Giannis. Yeah, he's not even going to oh. be in the finals. So, yeah, Chris. I have Harden. C- oh, Harden for season MVP. Season MVP. Mm-hmm. I- I'm going to, I think, will win. I'm worried that Harden's going to win. But I want Giannis to win. I want all of the major awards to be won by international players. And I think there's a really good chance that that's going to happen. I'm really big on international players, right? Pau Gasol, Luca, love Giannis. International players are like my favorite. And I think there's a legit chance that every major award is going to be won by an international player this season. And I really hope that happens. I hope like the writers or the voters like remember that narrative and kind of lean towards it. Kind of the way Russell Westbrook won the, won the MVP because the narrative was strong that, oh, the triple-double hasn't been averaged in 50 years. Now we really have to give it to him regardless of the record of the team. I hope they go with that, 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 you know, that suspense and that storyline. Giannis, most valuable player. Luka, rookie of the year. Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year. Pascal Siakam's uh, most improved player of the year. And then Sabonis as your sixth man award. The five big awards going to the five no, foreigners would be awesome. You, you need an that. American in there. It's an international. Like, that's why Lou no, but that's possible. It's possible that Giannis was win MVP. Luca, I think, has got rookie of the year, you know, his. Yeah, Go- he got it. Yeah. Gobert, Paul George for the defensive play of the year. Does Gobert win it again? I hope so. Indeed. I hope so, right? Gobert wins it. 
Yeah, I think Lou Williams. Is yeah, the six man be. is the one where that's tough. I don't think Sabonis has a really good shot against Lou Williams, though. I think McMillan is deserving of maybe of Coach of the Year at least in the consideration because the Pacers were not supposed to be this good. And if he's not, if he's not going to get it, one of the players should get something. And maybe Sabonis, a sixth man, would be a kind of a justified award for a team that's achieved sure. so much this season. But not on the year where Lou surpassed the, like, he's a top six-man scorer, right? Yeah, but the, that's, that's a historic, this thing. is a year-to-year thing. This is, this is, I'm going to go with the well, LeBron doesn't sure, win sure, MVP sure. award every year, even though historically he's been the best player. I, I'm going to hopefully go with that mindset that, yes, Lou Williams achieved something great, but something that he needed years and years and years to do. If we're talking 28, 29, 20, 2018, 2019, most, uh, sorry, sixth man of the year, I'm hoping that storyline doesn't get Lou the award and it goes to Sabonis only because I want the five international awards to be won. I mean, five international sure. players to win those awards. I, and then, of course, D'Angelo versus Pascal on the most improved player. I think Siakam should get it just because Toronto is a better team. Siakam's going to get it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be Coach so Coach of the year is who? Uh, Budenholzer, probably. They're the number one team. The yep. best, best team in the NBA. He'll probably get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for taking the time. I know we were working with different time zones, and Chris, you're probably at work in Chicago, and Edward, it's probably <laughs> three in the morning in, in Manila. I really appreciate yep. it. I wish you all, but I, I wish you nothing but bad luck uh, for your brackets because it is a lot of money at stake. I mean, we play we play for this amount an entire fantasy season, and we pay more just to win this amount. We pay so much less for the playoff bracket. So it's really exciting, and it's only like, what, a month, a little over a month. So it should be uh, it should be intense. It should be fun, and I can't wait for us to be talking shit to each other throughout this entire postseason. So thanks, man. All right, thanks, thanks Mo. Okay, thank you. All Anytime. Right. There you go. Edward, who has the Rockets winning the title, and Chris, who has the 76ers being there at the end. I love it. It's so wild. All right, guys. Bye, gentlemen. Thank you. We will wrap up today's episode because we are running mega late, but it's been nearly all basketball today. So thank you for hanging out. We'll see you. I believe the next podcast episode will be on Monday. That might even be a fucking Game of Thrones episode just because obviously that we're coming off of the first episode there. So there's a lot of non-love life sex issues that have been going on on this show these past few episodes, and I apologize, but what a time. April's been amazing. So we'll wrap it up. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.